Hey, welcome to The Warrior and the Wolf, the show where you can show up authentically, be safe, be seen, and have somebody that's going to come alongside you and help you fight for what you want. Let's get after it. Hey, welcome back to the Warrior and the Wolf podcast. Uh, I am Mark. I'm the wolf right over there. Aaron, the warrior. And we are excited to welcome you back to episode 18 of the Warrior and the Wolf podcast. And today's kind of a fun one. <laughs> as we uh, as we sit here, you are in a room with uh, two guys that have decided to be dads at one point or other in our lives. And so Aaron came to me and he's like, hey, I have an idea uh, for the show. And I said, well, what do you got? He's like, Dads, I want to. I'm. I'm gonna. I want to talk about how to be a dad. And I'm like, okay. And he brought. He brought some stuff to me, and he's got the five eyes. So, but I want to kick it over to you. And we're, yeah. and we're gonna start this off with you. Tell me what got you interested in this topic. Tell me why you wanted to talk about this. Um. So yeah, what are we? We're titling this episode was hashtag Dad, dad Pod. pod. Dad Pod. <laughs> I embody the Dad Pod and Dad Bod, <laughs> and I'm proud of it. Damn it. Um. So going through my journey, um, everything I've been going through about growing up and then and trying to figure out what my boys need and how to really navigate like being a dad, like from growing up how I did Mm -hmm. in those situations, I've just started diving into a lot through therapy and diving into a lot of research and like experts and books. And um, I've talked about it before, like my my faith is very important to me. So diving into like Christian resources. Yep. And stuff through the church and just trying to figure out. And this is it's going to come out as a cross as Mark's going to accuse me of masking with humor, but how I can least screw up my boys. Okay. Cause I know I'm going to cause wounds and I know there's going to be, things oh, I already they're, have. they're going to, they're going yep. to have to work through. Yep. But what I talked about too, is like our circle, especially our circle of, of men and even including Brian in this, like, I feel like we have dads in all of, the, we cover all the faces. You know, we have guys that don't have kids. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, someone like you that has an adult son that's getting ready to get married, lives in another state, and a teenage son. I have kids under the age of 10. Yep. We have a friend who has three kids under the age of 10. We have a friend who has almost grown daughters. Mm-hmm. Good luck, D-Rock. Oh, my gosh. D-Rock, we are praying. Really. We're praying and buying ammo. Because those, <laughs> those two young ladies... He's done a good, they've done a good job, but yeah, they're pretty awesome. But you, but you're not wrong. We ha, we know so many people on so many different journeys when it comes to levels of, of dadding, right? Yes. And so you, you thought about that and you're like, Hey, I think I want to talk about this. I, I do because I feel like, especially in so many things, especially in like with men's lives, like when we do things in isolation, it becomes a problem. Okay. Tell me what you mean by that when it comes to being a dad. Like we're talking about like our group, like there's so much experience and knowledge within this, within that group, within, you know, it, for me, just let's talk about that group and outside of like expert resources, but like trying to figure out this dad stuff, like on my own, mm-hmm. like it, it gets, starts to feel in isolation, it starts to feel overwhelming. It starts to feel lonely. Mm-hmm. And we talk about all the time, like you feel like you're alone in this situation. You do? 
there's sometimes in like in dad situations, like trying to navigate life and like raising young humans to be good people. It feels very daunting. Okay. And can feel like I'm the only one dealing with this issue, (laughs) which I know I'm not, but you know, so many times we talk about that in in all of this work, like people, we feel feel like we're the only ones. We're the only ones. Like I don't like, it's hard to like, especially as a dad and like a pride situation to bring up something like, Hey, I'm really struggling with this. Like what's your experience with it? So, let's just get into brass tacks. Tell me how you want to show up for your boy. First, you have two boys, two, right? Do you want to show up the same way for both of them? Or are they at different levels? What does this look like to you? Tell me how you want to show so, up. So, and this is where my perspective is starting to kind of shift. Okay. Because we talk about like, how do you want to show up? How do I want to show up? Mm-hmm. What I'm learning through a lot of the research that I'm doing and diving into it is each one of them is going to need me to show up in a different way. Of course. So I can't really put a, hey, I want to show up this specific way. What I do want to show up for is be in tune to what they need and be able to show up that way. Okay. So give me an example. Uh, your oldest. Yes. How does he, how do you want to show up for him? I mean, for right now, I mean, it's a, his personality is starting to more develop. And I know that he is much more emotional. He's like, he's like, and in a good way, he wants to be seen. He wants to be know that no matter what happens, he's loved and that um, he's, <laughs> again, shocker, an external processor. Okay. So give him an opportunity and avenue to really express where he's at and what he's feeling. So set that up, set that up for him. And, and I don't really have a set blueprint or plan f- for him right now, but what I want to do is learn what he needs, learn his personality and really understand what he does need as opposed to me just assuming and forcing things on him. Okay. Again, we, we, and I think that's big. Like I don't want to breeze over that Yeah. rather than forcing something on it because I believe I had stuff forced on me. You got to get good grades. You got to do this. You got to, why? Because that's what I had to do. Well, that, that doesn't work anymore, right? Just because it, you had it, we don't have to do that. Yeah. It, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want to force my boys to do anything. So I like that. I don't want to breeze over that. You're, yeah. You want to show up the way that he needs you to show up rather than forcing him to do something. That's it, It's the antithesis. It's not productive. Well, I think, and I think there's a bunch of, uh, okay, disclaimer, you and I were talking before we started, neither one of us are experts in the parenting field. Oh, yeah. That, you know, Brian, put that at the start of the podcast. <laughs> Neither one of these men should be considered professionals. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm in the thick of it, and I'm trying to figure stuff out. I'm going to people that are way smarter than me. So this isn't like a, hey, this is a blueprint of how you should do it. You should parent your kid or whatever. So tell me what makes you think they're smarter than you. Let's not say smart. They're, they're more, pe- there are people that are more experienced that have spent years doing research and developing I guess where I'm going with that question, and it's very, very leading. Yeah. You've done research. You've done your research. You've looked at people you look up to. I'm okay saying there's people that are more knowledgeable than me in this field. Like, I'm okay. Right. But I think for the humans that are listening, I think it's important to understand I may not go to the same resources you go to. And you catch what I'm throwing. But I think it's important to understand those resources are out there. Chase us. And, I, and I'm providing, obviously, because we have the microphones right now, um, 
Was it Adam? Is it, <laughs> I'm talking, so you will listen Adam, to every Adam Sandler wedding singer. Well, I have the microphone, so you will listen to every damn word I have to say. Um, thank you for listening, by the way, if you still are. Um, but no, I. So yeah, I, I mean, this is things that have resonated with me and how I how I want to kind of orchestrate things with my boys. Again, I talk about my our faith and our and our family. Mm-hmm. One thing that's very important to me is to present it to our boys and have them own their own their own faith and their own understand what they believe and why they believe and be able to own and defend it. And that self-awareness and authenticity. It's very important Love to us. We had a we had a moment, um I think I shared this with you offline, but we had been trying to find a church home for a little while. Mm-hmm. Found something we thought was really good, decided to make a change to something we thought was also really good. Um, it's been a bunch of time, you know, a few months, better part of a year going to this other church. And all of a sudden my oldest comes to us. He's like, Hey, I want to go back to that other one. I said, okay, well, why? And he said, I just don't want to be put in front of a video game and then shown a five minute video Mm. and then go back to the video game. He's like, I really want to develop. He used the word religion. We talked about the difference between religion and faith, but he's like, I want to go someplace where I can really learn and learn about my faith hmm. and not just be put in front of a video game. How old is he's nine? Oh my yes. So, you know, love the self awareness. Yeah. So, mom and I had to sit down and we were like, we need to have a conversation and include him about where we're gonna go. Sure. So, things like that. So, I talked to you about before I came here the book. And I always tell us like a book I listen to or a book I. Oh I've yeah, read. you got these five eyes. Yeah. So yep. my wife, again, my lovely wife, encouraged me to start listening to just talking about what I've been going through in my journey and some and some and therapy and not really having a growing up with a good solid positive like male influence role model in my life. Right. Just wasn't there. Yep. So she's encouraged me to start to reach out and find some books and resources and start to listen to some stuff. So I found a book by an Australian pastor. Um, and his name is John Tyson. And it's really cool to listen to the book because he's Australian and he reads his own book, which sounds way cooler than me telling all of his stuff. <laughs> but the name of the, it's a short listen relatively. And the book is called The Intentional Father. Okay. So his whole premise behind that is everything we do as a parent is to be intentional. Like everything has purpose behind it. So what he talks about in, in, in the book, he talks about setting up, and we talked about kind of stuff before is like ushering, like, especially for us, like our boys into manhood. Mm-hmm. So he talks about like formulating like a blueprint for him and hit what his kid needed specifically to help usher him into leaving the house. Cause he says, you know, eventually, and you experienced this, eventually your son's going to walk out your door or mm-hmm. son or daughter is going to walk out your door and not come back to live in the house. God willing. I mean, God, yeah, <laughs> fingers crossed. That's the goal. Um, so he uses the word, obviously, he's a, he's a pastor, he's a Christian author. He uses the word disciple, like discipling your, your children and training them up. Okay. I think you can take that into a non-Christian role that whatever secular oh, you course, want to do. Or formulating a plan of how you want your kids to show up. So we can have a great goal of how you want your kids to show up. But not forcing the methods to get them there. Does okay. that make sense? Like we talk about, don't force stuff on them. Right. Like there's like, we want our kids to be good people, good members of society to try to be successful, to have a good work ethic, all that kind of stuff. 
but how my son Sawyer may get there is going to be way different than Ollie's going to get there. Right. So he talks about the five different kind of fathers um, that he came up with in his research. So the, it's irresponsible, ignorant, inconsistent, involved, and intentional. And obviously the intentional being where he wants to hang his yes. head. Yep. So just a brief rundown, and these are my paraphrases. These are not how he describes them in the book. So <laughs> understand, these are the warrior interpretations. Well, and I think that every, and it's important to, to make that distinction because everybody who just heard those five eyes rattle them again. Irresponsible, ignorant, inconsistent, involved, and intentional. So a few things. As soon as I heard all five of those, I'm like, I have been every single one of those in some way, shape, or form with both boys at different times, and it has shown up differently every time. So I think that your interpretation, your definition, uh, listener, is going to be different perhaps than what Aaron and I's is. So Aaron- And I've gleaned a little bit of my definition based on he, how he describes them in the course. book as well. So the irresponsible father, he basically, he's, this is basically, to be kind of crude, this dude is the sperm donor. Yes. He creates a baby, bounces. Yep. He's out, not involved pretty much at all. Doesn't do anything with the kids. So that's the irresponsible. Okay. Irresponsible father. The ignorant father um, is the one who may have good intentions, but really has no idea what they're doing. Okay. No idea how to be a dad. No, no idea how to parent, how to really nurture a child. The inconsistent father um, is a dad that is around um, at times when it's kind of in and out. Okay. Either works a lot, it's along a lot of trips, is is there but not really there. Okay. Um, involved, and this is, um, I think, if somebody has an involved an involved father, it's a real blessing because an involved father is, you know, dad's at the games, the dad's at the plays, at the dance recitals, the dads that are there and showing up, doing things, but aren't necessarily invested in each child. In formulating a plan individually. Okay. If that makes sense. Yep. So involves really good. Yep. Um, and then the, we talked about what an intentional father would do. So as you were going through there, I had a completely definition for each one. So let's go with them. What's the first I? So irresponsible? Yeah, irresponsible. I think you call it a sperm donor. Yeah. You know, which is true. I, I, and I agree with that. But when I have shown up as an irresponsible father, uh, my, my definition of that is... Um, I showed up with a complete lack of caring or forethought into how my kids or what my kids needed. Yeah. That's how I define that irresponsible. Second I? Ignorant. Ignorant. I, very much along the same vein, right? I just, I, I didn't think about it. I, I didn't do very well uh, in holding their hearts in safe space. But the ignorant part is I just didn't have the full story and I hopped right in with what I thought thought needed to be done the way that I wanted yeah. it done. Yeah. Uh, inconsistent. Inconsistent. Yeah. So I, I believe that that can all, like for me, as soon as you said inconsistent, uh, it was uh, saying one thing, behaving in another way because our, you know, mm -hmm. my boys heard me say a bunch of stuff, but they also saw me do a lot of things. So saying one thing and doing another there yeah, were some inconsistencies in how I raised them. And I, and I want to own that with them. Yeah, that's great. Um, involved. Yeah. I, and you're right. Involved is good. Um, but as I heard you say involved, I'm like, well, yeah, you can be involved. But 
are you really showing up authentically? So involved is good. You're right. Going to the shows, going to the plays, going to the concerts, going to this, going to that, yada, yada, yada. That's true. I think it's important to be involved. But I really, really like intentional because, yeah, I, I can go to those things, but how am I showing up for them? When, yeah, I, I went. So I checked that box, right? Involved just mean to me, it sounds like I'm just checking a box. Yeah, like, I, I, can I, I went to this. You, you catch what I'm throwing? So it's, it's, that's why I say, as you were giving your definitions, I'm like, mine are kind of different from yours. So, and then the intentional, absolutely uh, my mm. favorite because, um, some of my best memories of both of my parental units uh, were when they were intentional with me. And I think that's why, like, as we're talking, I'm like, that's why I want to be intentional because most of my good memories with my parents were them being intentional with me. Oh, yeah. When somebody, and this, I think this resonates for me now as an adult, when somebody's intentional towards me, that makes you feel seen. That makes you feel loved. Sure. So if your kids know you're, so one of the things John talks about is just forming like a blueprint. And he did his over a period of six years with his son from, I mean, and it's, they did everything from like Bible studies in the morning to a like trip back to like his hometown in Australia and like took his whole son, like and his son and showed him where he was from. And they did like this crazy hiking trip. So just all sorts of cool things. But he also has a daughter. So, but he did the same thing with his same kind of blueprint. It's like almost, you know, it's like a prefab garage or shed or whatever. It's like, here's kind of the shell, but you put in what you specifically need. The finished product's going to look different for every So with me, so my nine-year-old is going to look way different than my four-year-old. And my nine-year-old is going to look way different than our other buddies, nine-year-old in our group. Um, but one thing, but it's about that intention of setting up, like I'm doing this for you. Right. So look at your kid and say, I'm doing this for you so you can go out into. And that's one of those things. I don't know if I've talked about it before. I get pretty passionate about this in that I believe that our school system is antiquated and flawed in that space. Um, because square dancing isn't. No, 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 square dancing is absolutely legit. Who doesn't <laughs> want to square dance? But like, you got you have to do this. Well, well, why? Like, our kiddo has to shut his phone off when he gets in the school. Why? If you were to ask me a question right this second that I didn't know, guess what I'm going to do? Google it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, and so I want, I want my sons and my future daughter-in-law i want them to know that they're loved like it's not based upon like you're literally grading this human and if you grade a fish on his ability to fly he's gonna fail more than likely right and it's so i love the fact that you want to show up for the for your boys the way that they need you to show up i'm pretty confident neither one of my boys are going to be road scholars i'm pretty con- but that doesn't mean they can't they won't be a good human and that's what i want right yep, yep. kindness love humans meet them where they're at 
right? And so I agree. And that's that's that in, that intentional piece. It's like, and I understand the school system, right, has to, you're talking about hundreds of kids at any given moment, right? I did. The school system is a whole this other is, right. series of episodes we could do. Right. But this is why I want to show, because I want them to know that it's not based on that. Your awesomeness has nothing to do with what your report card looks like. It has nothing to do with your batting averages. It has nothing to do with all those external things that growing up, I thought I had to perform, right? Because we talked about that. Yep. And so I want to go ahead and ask you that question while the mics are live and the wizard can't shut it all down. All right. What kind of dad? I've talked about it before. My dad showed up the way that my dad needed it. It's all he knew. Mm-hmm. My dad is a good man. My dad's a good man. I wanted something different. I wanted them to show up a different way. So what did you want in a dad? Oh man. I mean, that's loaded. Cause there's, it's two different things. Like there are things that at nine and 10, when stuff happened to me, there's things that I needed. Sure. And I can't say I can't, I, those are needs. There are things that I 1000% needed yep. that did not happen. Looking back at it now, sitting in this chair, talking to you, say what I wanted is I wanted a dad that was going to come along and teach me how to deal with, deal with what happened and understand like, this is going to be a painful part of your life and here's how you're going to be able to deal with it. And, and that's what I want. I wanted a dad that could show up and see me and look me in the eye and say, this isn't your fault. We see you. And we're going to walk through this together. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted. Obviously that didn't happen. So I have a really hard time. So when we sit here and say like, when we say, we say, well, my dad did the best he could. I believe in other aspects that my dad did the best he could as a dad. But I also firmly believe that he really failed and dropped the ball in some areas. Of course. Dude. So. I could say that about me. Yeah. And I have too. So it's, but I find myself like, I talk about, we talked about one of the last episodes about me being, giving people a pass. Okay. And that is a, that is a giving a pass. Like I said, well, it happened, but he did the best he could. And we just need to move. Like, no, like mistakes were made. Yep. Like there were situations where the best you could have done, you did not do. Right. I have done that on my own already in, in my young kid's life mm-hmm. and not to the, not to the level that what happened to me. Okay. Um, but talking about like the whole fatherhood and raising and being intentional, one of my favorite quotes is by Frederick Douglass when it says it's easier to raise strong children than it is to fix broken men. (laughs) Zero question. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to do. And that's why being talking about being an intentional dad and being a father is really important to me. And and to be perfectly honest with you, Aaron, I think that's what, for me, it's one of the reasons I'm on a microphone right now. I know there are broken men. Yeah. I know there are well, broken men. I'm one men. of them. I know there are broken men. And I think it's important that we understand, like I've told you before, one of my big whys is the cycle stops with me. Yes. I now know better, right? My best is different than my dad's best because my dad didn't know. 
And I know that we talk about giving a pass and I'm on board with how Dee preaches that. Like she's very, very good about holding you accountable in that space. And I love that. But for me, like my dad did the best he could, Yeah. which I firmly believe, but I also believe that my best is different because I know better. You catch what I'm throwing? Yeah, I, I'm, and, I'm with you. And so for me, I think that's a big, big point to take is the fact that I want it so, hey, you knew better. You, do you want to be better? And that's, that's a question for my boys. Do you even want to be better? Right? Because we were talking before the show started. It's like, well, what kind of dad do you want to be? Versus the kind of dad that I want to be. I, like, that's different. I mean, we talk about that's different. Because right. it's, and I think that's too, we get so caught up in dads. It's like, well, we, it, we talk about social media or whatever. But you can look at other dads. You're like, man, he's such a good dad. I want to be just like him. But a lot of times it's like, that may not work. For, I mean, again, we talk about D-Rock. What he's done with his daughters, and he's, I think he's a great dad. And hearing him talk about yeah. his daughters and hearing him talk about interacting with his, his daughters and hearing him talk about that. Clearly, like raising his daughters is not going to be the same way for me raising my boys. No. It's just not. They're different people. But here's what I love about D-Rock, man. And one thing that I took away from him. Yeah, he's raising daughters. I'm raising sons. But the questions that he has for his daughter's suitors. I'm like, there we go. That's that's what I, hey, go listen to those questions, boys. That's it right there. Like, I I, I see there's something for me to be learned in almost every parent. Almost every parenting style, right? Like, I love that. And so, yeah, it is going to be different. But like I said, how I parent and why I want to parent my boys the way that I do is going to be different than how and why you parent your boys. And and so it's important for me, especially if you're listening right now, you understand, I don't believe there's a guidebook, right? There's There's no quote unquote right or wrong way to do it. I two will make mistakes. I already have. Yeah. For my oldest to tell me exactly where the wound is sucks. But that's also a blessing that he it, can actually tell you that. It is. It is. But it's a blessing because that is the best I can do. My dad never got that shot. You know what I mean? And so that's where yeah. I do want to be careful about that past thing. I think she's right a lot of times with your dad because your dad quite frankly, should have shown up certain ways. I'm on board. The situation's way different. No question. But I want to make sure that, I, that my yeah. boys know, you don't, do. I just want you to show up. You don't have to do anything to earn, gain, or get my love. Like, I, you're going to wake up tomorrow, and I'm going to love you. Yeah. I think it's important, but one thing you said, and I didn't want to cut you off, but I want to kind of circle back to, is you were talking about what you got for your boys from... From mm-hmm. D-Rock. Mm-hmm. And D-Rock, I hope it's okay we're talking about you so much in the even if it's not. It just means you gotta come on, yeah, you gotta come on and actually tell your story. <laughs> Shots fired on that one as well. Oh boy. Um anyway, my point when I talked about earlier, like having a group of men, like a cohort where you can raise, not let's say raise your kids together, but have that be like, hey, here's something I'm struggling with. How would you handle this? Mm, yeah. And we talk about that a lot. Get a tribe. We do it. Don't good. do it alone. I'm great at doing it. 
and asking for, for you guys for help on like what I need to do about myself. I am not good about asking like, hey, here's something I was trying to do with my boys. How would you handle it? Right. And I feel like there's a pride thing in this. Like, I want to feel like I'm a good, I want to show up like I'm a good dad. I want to give that appearance that I'm, and for me, I'm, that, that, that narrative yeah. is switching. And it's like, you know what, if I'm trying and I'm asking for help, I think that makes me a way better dad. And like I told you, that that feeds into my story. Like, I want to show up a certain way. I want people to see me a certain way, yada, yada, yada. And how I want to be seen as someone who chases my kids' hearts relentlessly. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that means I don't have the answers and I don't know. And one thing we haven't talked about, how big a part does D play in that? Because I'll tell you right now, Jay, Jay's really, really good. Yeah, Jay will, like, we had an incident um, very, very similar to yours. I didn't make him cry by any stretch of the imagination, but one of my favorite D lines to, to, to date, and I know there's going to be more, you went too far. Yep. Right? And that's, I like that our spouses are coming along beside us, right? And willing to do that. I think it's important to have that spouse, co-parent, whatever you want to call it, that human that's parenting your children with you, because I know there are blended families, right? Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. It's the same thing as me asking you, well, how would, how would you do this? What's the, yeah. Yeah. Like what, what, what's the play here? I think it's definitely important to have that partner and, and be on the same team mm-hmm. and to play the devil's advocate a little bit. Part of what she has told me too, is she's like, I need you to be able to be a healthy Sure. Healthy dad. Yeah. She's like, but you need to figure out how to do that and not always be like, well, what should I do? Or how could I be a yes. better dad? Yep. I, she, she, trust me, she has no problem giving me advice or telling me, but it puts a lot of undue pressure on her to feel like she's also parenting me to be a parent. Right. And so I guess as soon as you say that, like I've had similar conversations with Jay and my immediate reaction is, okay, and here's what that looks like to me. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Yep. Because Jennifer and I are not on the same page on a lot of things when it comes to our boys. Yeah. Right? I love that's what she said jokes. Jen wishes I would not say them as often as I do, especially oh, man, with a 14-year-old. But It's worse when it's a 9-year-old and he doesn't understand when, anybody says it. when D says stuff like that, like as soon as you said it, my immediate response was, no, I'm taking the reins. I just want you to know what this looks like. I think there's a difference between, and maybe it's, it's a difference between you and like, it's part of my, my story and my confidence stuff is looking for mm-hmm. validation. It's like, I'm doing the right thing. Instead, it's more so asking for permission or asking what I should do and said, hey, saying, hey, here's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I'd like your input on it, but here's what I'm going to do. Yeah. There's a, then there's a difference between, between that. And, sure. and that's one of those deals where, hey, thought process for me is this. Are, are, we, are we in line there? Are we, are we similar? It's also God's sense of humor thing of like – pairing together me an extreme external processor and my wife who's like a cerebral <laughs> ninja internal processor and a darn good website developer yes hey speaking, speaking of, of which, which. <laughs> as we put a bow on today's episode yeah i'm really glad that you wanted to do this topic and have this conversation i think it's important yeah because the, the 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 next generation is going to play a huge part in what the world looks like in, in 80 to a hundred years. Well, we've said it and we've said it in our, in this work. I want to get to a world where we don't need 
the crucible project anymore. Yeah. Thousand percent. Then that's so, the people we're trying to create. So we, we talked about the website and we're going to get there. Um, Facebook, Instagram, uh, if you are on the social medias, if you would like to follow the warrior and the wolf podcast, please feel free to do so at that handle, the warrior and the wolf podcast. And yes, Miss D did make a website. What is that website? It's uh, nice and simple. The warrior and the wolf.com. Grateful for her efforts in that. It's super space. fancy. And you can check out our episodes yeah. there. Uh, you can also email us there at the warrior and the wolf at Gmail. It's a one stop shop. I know. It's like, it's, we should have called it warrior and the wolf Walmart. Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. You can email us it's at the like, warrior and the wolf Amazon. at gmail.com. Parting shots for today, my friend. Um, like I said, just realize that there is no blueprint to show up as the perfect. There's not some magic pill, magic book that's going to make you be the perfect dad, have the perfect kid. Right. Learn your kids. Show up intentionally. Get a group around you that is going through the same thing or has been there that you can get advice from. But just be intentional. And if if nothing else, start with what kind of dad did I want? Yeah. And go from there. That's a good. That's good Love advice. Love that. Hey, as always, we appreciate you stopping by. Please, please, please subscribe to the channel on whatever podcast platform you prefer. Uh, Apple, Spotify, all of those sweet, sweet podcast platforms. Make sure you're subscribing to the show as well as leaving a comment and sharing the yeah. content if you don't mind. Because gosh darn it, we kind of like what we're doing and we want to keep doing it, uh, helping as many people as we possibly can. Um, as always, I'm Mark. I'm the Wolf right over there. Aaron the Warrior. And we will see you next week.